Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jesus is a heartbeat. Blood inside of the Life inside of
Hello, everybody. How are you? Hope we are all doing great. This is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio, K-E-I-F-M.com. And our program is Kingdom Keys Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. Our brand new topic for today is understand the first lies in war or understanding the first lies in war. Hallelujah. As the Lord lives, we are here every Wednesday at 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I encourage you to join with us between this time and participate. Please call in to the host. Use this number, one six four six 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 eight two four one three, Or join online at keifm.com. Hallelujah. It is good. All the time, all the time, the Lord is good. And it's good all the time. Amen. Amen. So hope you are doing great. And, and I hope that you are taking care of your spirit, of your body, taking care of your soul. Amen. And I hope you understand the fact that you are a spirit and you are living in the body, in this world, in the natural world, in the world we see ourselves. So we are spirit and we live in what? In the body. Hallelujah. So we thank God for what the Lord has done. Well, we thank God for what he will continue to do. And also, we need to understand the fact that today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Okay. So, let's begin. Father, we just want to thank you today. We bless you. We give you all the praises. We give you all the honor in the name of Jesus. We thank you for everything you have done for us. We worship you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. For there is none like you. We are here by your grace. And we thank you for all that you have done, all you continue to do for us. And we worship you, O God, for there is none like you. We thank you for the the food you've given us, the air we breathe, and the life you have given us. And we are committing every viewer before you. And we ask, O Lord, that every situation in our life is just a temporary situation and it will be changed to glorify your name. We give you praise. We give you honor in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> well, today is uh, uh, the world's Valentine's Day. I'm not talking about that. It's just uh, a day for where they celebrate their Valentine. Okay? So... Um, now we are we are going to be talking about our proof test 
is uh, will be taken from Second uh, Corinthians, Second Corinthians, okay, Second Corinthians, um, chapter ten, okay, and we are going to read from uh, verse uh, one to seven, okay. So while I wait, and I, I hope you will be going for your Bible and get ready. So we'll be reading from one to seven, okay? Hallelujah. So just as I was saying, we are spirit and we are living in the body. Hallelujah. And it is our duty to take care of the body and make sure the body is subject to what? The spirit. And also making sure that the spirit has a control that is lead, leading in every areas of our life, leading in the world we are in, not the body leading, not the soul leading. And you will find today there are so many things in the world we are being led by the body, by what the body dictates by what the body feels, right? So we ought to be led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Because we are a brand new creation. Okay? We are what? By a brand new creation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We bless you today. We give you all the praises in the name of Jesus. Now, if you start, now that you find your Bible, so we are going to read from uh, verse one to seven of Second Corinthians, verse ten. Now I read. I'm going to read from the uh, King James version. Okay. Now, I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent, am bold towards you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I'm present with that confidence wherewith I think to be bold against some. We think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into every thought to the obedience of Christ. Verse 6. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Do you look, verse 7 says, do you look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ, let him of himself think this again, that as he, as he is Christ, even so are we Christ. Hallelujah. Now I've just read a very classic Word of God from verse 1 to uh, <clears throat> to, uh, to 7. And uh, 
you'll see here that uh, we are not uh, just dealing in in the, in the flesh. We are dealing in the spirit. Now we see that Paul addresses the Corinthians that a question is 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 a question that that came from I mean this is arising what I just read came from accusation that has been leveled against him. So they accuse him of being weak when present and bold only in his letters. That is, when he writes, he writes very bold. He writes very confidently. But when he's, uh, uh, when he's present, they, they look at him as if he's uh, weak, right? So, so he said, I beg. So Paul was gently asking the Corinthians to deal with these critics before he comes back to see them again so that he will not have to be to be stand with them when he comes. See? So he wanted the Corinthians to deal with this situation before he comes back. Now Paul's critics said that he walked to the flesh. So Paul critics said that he Paul walk according to the flesh and that he was thinking only of himself when he did not come as promised. See? So not knowing that sometimes when you want to come but the the spirit of God, I mean the 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 uh, spirit hindered him that in most places where he had wanted to go the, the the demons hindered him, so he was not able to go. So now he began to talk about spiritual things, for for example, strongholds, high things. Now, when you look at the ancient Corinth, the hill was very high. So it's a kind of use that analogy to uh, create an illustrative imagery of the spiritual warfare he waged or we wish. So he said that he destroyed stronghold, cast down towers, took, down, took captives. So the fortress, the towers, and the captives represent the arguments, the thoughts, and the plans that Paul was opposing all rationalization and he took captive to the obedience of Christ. Every perception and every intention of the heart that was against God. You know, our actions reveal our thoughts. We should not cling to the thoughts that do not conform to the life and teachings of Christ. You see, Paul did not walk according to the flesh or his worldly desire. Instead, he conquered the flesh and he explained the strategy 
right? In First Corinthians chapter 9, from verse 24 to 27, he said, I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Hallelujah. Now, let's go in detail of what I just made a comment about. Now, when you look at uh, uh, what I just read, you notice flesh. Now, when we talk about flesh, we are talking about uh, uh, the, the, the five senses. You see here, they are saying that he walk according to what? Uh, the flesh. Who think of us? As you see it here, you see it here in verse, uh, verse 2. It says, but I beg you that when I'm present, I may not be bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. You see, when we are dealing with flesh, we are dealing with the senses. And when we talk about the senses, we are talking about what we see, uh, what we taste, what we feel, what we hear, and what we smell. And those are kind of way of life. We, 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 we are a, a, a spirit being. We are um, living in the body. Now, if we are just kind of with the, with the five senses, but we are what? A new creation. Right? We are born again. We are a new creation. Right? So we, we are a brand new creation. We have another sense, which is by faith. So when we are, when we are with faith, we now have the sixth sense. So we do not walk according to the five senses again, but we walk by what? By faith. For we walk by faith and not by what? Sight. So it's not what we see, what we taste, what we hear or, or, or smell, but in faith. And by faith, we are dealing by what? In the spirit. Hallelujah. So by the time we live by faith, we are what? Dealing with the spirit. Okay? Uh, we are now in the spirit. We cannot do it in the natural. It has to be what? In the spirit. You know, First Timothy chapter six verse twelve said, "He said, fight that good fight of what faith, lay hold on what eternal life. Whereunto thou also art called, and hast possessed a good profession against. I mean, profession um, before many witnesses. Okay, so we are to what fight the good fight of what? Is it by the five senses? No, of, of faith." You see, to fight the good fight of flesh, but of what? Of faith. Very important. Okay. So we are not fighting the good fight of canon or of worldly, but of what? Faith. Okay. So when you see here, they are talking about thinking. So who thinks? So when you begin to think, you see, 
you you we are we are thinking that is another that is one of the senses that is what you are feeling you you, you are thinking okay so you you see here uh, uh, that is to have a particular opinion uh, belief when you, when we think we are having an opinion we are having a, a belief an idea right uh, you are considering right you you are meditating because he was for example you say he was thinking about oh I went for a walk or to have a think to think about something okay <coughs> hallelujah and um and uh, and and when you look at this word in uh in in Greek it it is to take an inventory to take an inventory to estimate okay to uh, uh, to reason, to reckon, you see, you know, reckon is to calculate. You, you want to make a mathematical uh, calculation, uh, to suppose, <laughs> to esteem, okay, to to count of, you see, you, you, that is to think. If we are thinking, you see, um, how about? The thoughts. They also talk. They, they, they also talk about the 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 uh, it's Say for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the war, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. So how about thought? To to have a thought, okay. To have a thought means um, it's a Greek word that's noma, noma, and that is a perception to propose uh, a disposition or a device, a, a mind, okay. So we we uh, and when we Think and we think we have two we have two things we we uh, talk about it could be negative it could be positive so we might be thinking positive or we might be thinking negatively so as a child of God if we are to think we have to speak the the, the, the word of God in a positive one how or speak a positive word over a certain uh, matter, or over a certain people, over a certain life. That is declaring the word of God over our life. That is think positively. That that is meditate on the good things of God. That is let the word of God minister to us in a positive way. Hallelujah. So the love of God is a blessing and it's a joy and it's faithfulness in us. The love of God 
is in blessing, in joy, and in faithfulness, and in goodness towards us. Hallelujah. You know, the love, the, the love of God is so tangible that he said that he did not even spare even his own son, but gave him for us all. Won't, won't he also give us everything else? See? So those are the things we need to realize in, in spirit. In the, in the spirit, we will not be able to capture what I just said, that the love of God is so tangible that he did not even spare his own son. He sent him to die for us. Would he also not give us everything else with him? You see? So that is powerful. Now you you see here that uh, we are talking about thinking, talking about thoughts, thinking about what we meditate about. We meditate about um, something. But we are spirit beings. We are not dealing in the natural. We are dealing in the spirit. Although you, you see me and, and I see you, but we are not just by sight, or by what we feel, or by what we taste. And when we're deal, dealing with the carnal, we are dealing with what? The flesh. Hallelujah. Now, there's another word that I need to talk about here. Hallelujah. There's another word I need to talk about here. Now, imagination. Imagination. Okay? So when we deal with imagination, we are dealing with what? We are dealing with, um, we are imagining. We are imagining. We are taking uh, uh, some reasoning. We are dealing with uh, uh, computation. Okay? And these are all thoughts. They all came from what? When we think. Okay? So when we begin to rationalize in our brain, in our small brain, you see? So verse 4 says in Second Corinthians chapter 10, Verse 4 says, it says, For the warf- war- weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So the weapons we deal with, they are not what? Carnal. They are not what we uh, taste, what we uh, feel, uh, but they are mighty towards God for pulling down strongholds. See? Hallelujah. So we deal with what? Strongholds. We deal with what? Strongholds. But mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down argument, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So when we come before ourselves, it's a question of what do you see? And we are we 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 know that we are God's children and we are saved by grace in faith. So we live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. 
So our weapons of our welfare, they are not flesh, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I hope you know we are onward through here. Day by day, we are in a war. Life is a war. When we go out today, we don't know who is before us. And that is why every day we always ask that let the let the Spirit of God go with us. If the Spirit of God will not go with us, we will not go. And that is why when we pray, we, we <coughs> excuse me. That is why when we come in His presence, we always acknowledge the Son that He has promised that He will never leave us. <laughs> Meaning that he is in us. He dwells in our hearts. And when we meditate on him, he tells us things we receive an impression in us. Whether we have to go out or we have to stay indoors or we have to go to that particular place or if we have to go to that particular place, he tells us when. The enemy with the art of the will. My dear brother, my dear sister, there are many of us who goes out, they never come back. They never come back. And there are many of us who have slept, they never wake up. Why? Because the life we find ourselves the kind of war we find ourselves is a war. It's a spiritual war. It's not worldly. It's not fleshy. It's a spiritual war. We are dealing with Satan, who has been judged, who is a roaring lion, looking for who to devour. So he constantly waging war day and night, 24 by 7, looking for who he will take along. How would you feel, for example, if you have been judged, your case has been settled, waiting for the day you will be uh, taken to where you belong, and you find people just, we don't know who we are, and we are just moving uh, anyhow. Uh, we don't even know that the devil is there. We don't. We cannot even hear from the from the Lord. We don't go out. We what to do, we, we are not hearing, we are not uh, understanding, you see. So when we don't hear, we don't understand, so we live in a world where we do not communicate. And when we don't communicate with the Father, communication is broken, so we don't receive direction. So we don't know when to go out. We don't know when to uh, stay. We don't know how to respond to situations. We are like in our own world. And when you do that, we get into trouble. Hallelujah. So you see the uh, false apostles who were making all these comments, they are getting into trouble because they are labeling him that he walks in the flesh. And he began to respond to them in a way that the Lord has directed them. I mean, directed him. 
to them. You see, so one of the things that we're talking about is a physical uh, appearance, his physical structure, uh, the way he he positioned himself, and they were kind of uh, uh, amazed that when he comes, he was not the same. You see, and they also look at what he wrote. It's inspired by the Spirit of God. But when you look at this man in a, in, a, in a physical structure, he was, to them, he was weak. And you begin to wonder, is this guy who's talking or is this guy who's writing? He must be by God. So you look at verse 7 here. He addressed that issue. He said, do you look at things according to the actual things? No. We do not look at things according to what? The outward appearance. That is what you see. You see, there are, there are many of us who are wolves in sheep clothing. There is lions inside. There is lion inside of some people. Or some, some people, they are snake inside. They will bite us. But in, in the appearance, it seems to be all beautiful, shiny, and all that. But when you begin to see in the, in the spirit, you begin to see that they are snakes. Some of them are giant um, man. Some of them are uh, uh, lion. You see, some of them are all kinds of demons. See, in the spirit. But you you. you it, but in the natural, in, 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 the, uh, uh, in what you see by, by sight, you okay, this is natural. No, it's not by sight, by faith. We, we, we are not walking by, by sight, but by faith. So you are seeing by faith, by, by faith. You are touching by faith. You are seeing by faith, uh, by faith, you are hearing by faith. So everything, well, by what? Faith. So we do not just take our rationalization and conclude by what? By faith. I mean by, by the outward appearance. You gather the facts. You get the facts. Get the correct understanding, then you make your word judgment. So we are not looking at the things by what outward appearance, looking, looking, look by what we look or by what we see or by what we think, but by one faith. Hallelujah. There are so many uh, of us who are prophets, men of God, are not really and of God. Uh, most of these people are not doing it by, uh, by oh, okay, I'm going to uh, position my, myself as a man of God, then I will be evil inside. World we live in. There are, uh, like, like, um, <coughs> let, let me, uh, let me give you this, uh, uh, let's go to Philippians. Uh, Philippians, Philippians, uh, chapter two, 
Philippians chapter 2. And there are so many places like that. See? Um, Philippians chapter 2, verse 15. Uh, let's read from verse 14. It says, Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God, without fault, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. My brother, my dear brother, my dear sister, we are living in a crooked and a perverse generation, among whom you shine as light in the world. Verse 16 says, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in the vain or labor in vain. So we are living in a crooked and perverse generation. And when you look at uh, Ephesians chapter 6, I think we've talked about that in depth. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6. Um, Ephesians chapter 6. Um, Ephesians chapter 6. When you see around uh, uh, from, uh, I encourage you to read from verse 10 to uh, 20. You see, it said, verse 13 said, Therefore, Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. So there is, at times, you might just call it every day. It's an evil day. It may not be to you, but to some others, it's an evil day. You see, evil. We are living in an evil world. The devil has made it so. You see, so and this is a crooked and perverse generation where many of us look at things, it is white, but it says red. You see? So we do not see things in our own way we see it, but we see it by faith. They might be saying that it is red when it is actually white, but we as children of God need to see it as white. You see? So... There are so many people like that. When you look at the outward appearance, it's all okay. But when you begin to see in the spirit, you discover that there are all kinds of demons, uh, all kinds of spirits that are working in the life of this man or of this woman, be it prophet, be it pastor. Those are just titles. It is titles we have all given or we have been given or we have impose on ourselves and we call ourselves all kinds of titles you see so I'm not against titles titles is awesome but what I'm saying is when you go back to uh, uh, Second Corinthians uh, we are talking about looking at things according to the outward appearance and when we always, always look at the things we make our, our judgment uh, according to the outward appearance deceive ourselves because our children of God there is more into in the spirit than outside we are not only making our judgment based on what we see only but we are making our judgment on the whole uh, calculations you will look at the spirit you look at the soul look at the body you make judgment on the body then you conclude with the spirit why because we are spirit being, and the spirit being ought 
to lead the body. So it is what the Spirit says, and that is what we make our fact on, and we make our judgment on, and we say, yes, this is how it should be. Hallelujah. Now, when you, when you read on, on, uh, on uh, uh, that chapter, Second Corinthians chapter 10, you see here what I'm talking about um, from verse 7. Let's read that again. I'm going to read that from uh, uh, New King James Version. It said, do you look at things according to the actual appearance? It's a question. <laughs> it's, it's asking a question. So the accusers have a question to ask. And this is a test their knowledge of the scripture. They, this will also tell them whether they are filled with the Spirit. They should be able to understand uh, this question. And when you understand this question, then you will be able to provide a good uh, answer. Because we are saying we do not look at things according to the flesh anymore. You see, you know, when you, when you are uh, when um, uh, let, let's go to Second uh, Corinthians chapter five, okay? Second Corinthians chapter five. This is awesome. See, so Second Corinthians chapter five. You see, uh, let's read from uh, verse twelve, okay? He said, "For we do not." Second Corinthians chapter five. I'm reading from the uh, just version, okay? He said, "For we do not come." I read from verse twelve. Okay, but my my real place my real place I really want to go is verse sixteen. But I I like verses sometimes just a full chapter would be would be the best. Okay, but time my time is running out, so I want to make it short. But in your spare time, I encourage you read the whole chapter. Okay, you will see what I'm talking about. Second Corinthians chapter seven, I mean chapter five. You will see verse seven there. For we walk by faith. Faith, not by sight. And all these are all, uh, uh, the whole chapter is revolving again, it's revolving around that very verse. For we walk by faith, not by sight. You see? So when I look at you, so I don't see you uh, in the flesh anymore. I'm seeing you in the faith. So it's not what I just see or what I taste, what I feel. Or, or what I hear, but by faith. So you are doing things by what? By faith. Okay? And uh, verse 16 says that as well. See? So let's read from verse 12. It says, For we, for we do not commend ourselves again to you. So I, I don't need to start praising myself. Uh, this is who I am. This is what I do not. You should be able to see. See? Now, but give you an opportunity to boast on, on our behalf. You see that? that you may have an answer for those who boast in appearance and not in heart. You know, it's a heart issue uh, in, in the spirit, okay? When we are talking about heart, we are talking about spirit, okay? Verse 13 says, For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. Or if we are of sound mind, it is for you. Verse 14 says, For the love of Christ compares us because we judge thus that if one died for all, they all die. You know, Christ died for all of us. And then we all die. 
okay, and he died for all those, for all that those, excuse me, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Now look at 15. Therefore, from now on, right from today, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. You don't know him. Have you seen him officially? No. No, we haven't seen Christ physically. But we see him by what? By faith. Similarly, when you look at a brother or sister, we have to see him by what? No longer in the flesh, but by what? Faith. Why? Look at verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, it's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Because we now are a spirit being. So we have a new creation. We have a spirit living in us. We are spirits. So when we are spirit, the spirit is by faith. And that is the determining factor in our lives. And that is what we should look for. Hallelujah. I hope you get that. Okay? And that is very, very tangible. Okay? So let's go to Second uh, uh, Corinthians verse 10 now. Okay? So I hope we are, we are no longer living uh, 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 regarding people uh, assess in the flesh. But by what? Let let the Spirit of God test you. Let the Spirit of God speak to you. You see, before we make a, a, a rationalization, before you um, make any imagination. Okay? So the Spirit of God will test you or uh, let you know. You see? Now, before I end up, let's finish up with uh, 7 Corinthians chapter 10. I'm just rushing up here because my time is just rushing, rushing, rushing. Hallelujah. Eternal Corinthians chapter 10, okay? Let's continue from verse 7, okay? He said, do you look at things according to the outward appearance? <laughs> you see, do you look at things according to the outward appearance? You see, uh, it's a question, okay? Then he continues, if anyone is convinced in himself that he is Christ, let him again consider this in himself, that just as he is Christ, even so we are Christ. Yeah. You see, one of the things we need to understand that we need to know who we are. Oftentimes, we don't know who we are. You don't need anybody to start telling you you are Christ or you are born again. You need to have it in your own mind. That you are Christ. You belong to Christ. You are his children. We are all God's children. So it is you to believe, and it is me to believe. It is me to run with it. It is me to put myself down and, and say I'm not Christ. But these are the people who say they are Christ, and yet they are false apostles. Hallelujah. So if you say you are uh, Christ, and, and I don't believe you are Christ, because you are only wrong. You are not even born again and you are saying you are Christ, then I am also Christ. Okay? Verse 8 says, for, for even if I should boast somewhat more about our authority, 
which the Lord gave us for edification and not for your destruction, and shall not be ashamed. Let I seem to terrify you by letters, for his letters, they say, are weighty and powerful, but his bodily appearance is weak and his speech contemptible. You see, they are looking at what they see here. They are looking at what? His physical appearance. It's looking at his bodily presence. And they are looking about what? His speech. Uh, he, he, <laughs> uh, these are people who are just fleshy. These are people who are just carnal. They are not looking into the spirit. You see? Verse 11 said, he said, let such a person consider this that what we are in war by letters, when we are absent, such will we also be indeed when we are present. Because he's writing all this just his own. It's their inspired word of God. The Spirit of God positioned him, inspired him to write all this for our own admonition. So uh, it's not whether um, uh, he was weighty or whether he was uh, having a bodily presence that is weak or whether his speech is contemptible. When the Spirit of God says, go write, you write. You see, when the Spirit of God says, don't write, you don't write. The Spirit of God will instruct us to say what we ought to say, and the Spirit of God will instruct us to go where he wants us to to go. Hallelujah. And uh, in the dream, you will see also the Spirit of God walking. You will see all kinds of revelation in the dream. You will see all kinds of Satan uh, trying to battle us in the dream. You find all kinds of war in the dream. That is another whole uh, 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 fight. You find you find uh, all kinds of situation in the dream. You find all kinds of demon uh, coming against the children of God in the dream. You find all kinds of lifestyle in the dream. Let me call it like that: lifestyle. Okay. You find all kinds of. Uh, uh, eating, right? Eating, and you find all kinds of relationship in the dream. You see, those are not what we see or fleshy. Those are spirits. You see, so that is why, though we walk in the flesh, we are walking in the flesh. Are you not walking in the flesh? Yeah, we are walking in the flesh. Every day we are. We, I see you. You see me in the flesh. You live in the flesh, right? Though we are spirit, we live in the flesh. But we do not war according to the flesh. We war according to the faith. Okay? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not carnal uh, weapons, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So we have to put on the full armor of God to be able to wage the war against every forces of the enemy. So we have to cast down every argument. We have to cast down every high things. We have to cast down every rationalization. You see? So most times we are not able to cast down every uh, argument when we are in the wrong. 
You see, that is why the Lord wants us to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So uh, we are thinking, we are making every thought, right? Whatever the Lord is telling you to do, they have to be subject to what? To the obedience of Christ. Now, is this thought I have, that is, we've been meditating, the question is, what have we been meditating on all this time or throughout that minute or throughout that hour? What is our thought life? Are we meditating on the Word of God or we are meditating, I call it trash? Are we meditating on trash? If it is not the Word of God, I call it trash. You see, if we are not meditating on him, we have to bring that to the obedience of Christ. That is, obedience of Christ means it's in accordance with the word of God. And if it's not in accordance with the word of God, we are not ready to punish all disobedience. We are not. It is when we, it is in accordance with the word of God, then we are able to, we are now ready to punish all disobedience when our obedience is fulfilled. See, the word of God, the the, the uh, um, he uh, is a God of justice. So there's no partiality. He's not going to say, okay, let me burn it for you like we do in the flesh. Oh, okay, I just see you. Okay, I, I burn it a little bit for you. No, you are either right or wrong. So it is the word of God that we have to bring our thought life, our thinking, our rationalization, our imagination, every reasoning, every thought life, we will bring it into captivity to the obedience, to the, uh, uh, the word of God in accordance with the word of God. Is it following the standard of God? The word of God is our standard. Is it in accordance with the standard of, of the word of God? If it's not, we are not ready to punish all disobedience. We are not ready to fight. We are not ready to bring every high thing to him. Hallelujah. So we will be defeated. You see? Because the weapons of our welfare are not carnal. They are spiritual. And they are by faith. And we do it by what? By faith. Hallelujah. So we have to live by faith. We no longer look at the flesh. No longer. We are now looking at things by faith. And we are saying by faith, we are doing it by spirit. Why? Because we are a new creation, and we are a spirit being, and we are living in a physical body, and we are learning to live in the natural world. Hallelujah. And I hope you are getting all this. And if all this is ministering to you and uh, making you a brand new creation, giving you a new life, let me hear from you. Let us see what the Lord is doing. Let us rejoice. Let's, let's give him testimony. We overcame him by the word of our mouth, by the blood of Jesus. We overcame him by the blood. 
and by the word of our testimony. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. We just want to thank God for today. We bless you, Father. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. In the name of Jesus. We worship you, Father. We thank you for the war. We thank you for the spirit. We thank you for the canon. We thank you for pulling down every stronghold. We thank you you've given us every asana, every weapon to cast down every height, to pull down stronghold, to cast down every argument. Every argument, every argument, every argument, every condemnation that the enemy might bring unto us, we cast them down. Every stronghold, we cast them down. Every high thing that is high, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, we bring it down in the name of Jesus. We bring down every thought line that is not in accordance with the word of God. We bring them down in the name of Jesus. We bring them down in the name of Jesus. Every high thing Every thought life that is not in accordance with the God of God, we cast them down in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that is behind it, every demonic spirit that is behind every thought life, every imagination, every spirit that is behind it, every argument, that every spirit that is not of God that is behind it, we cast them down in the name of Jesus. Every stronghold, every spirit that is not of God that is behind every stronghold, we cast them down in the name of Jesus, God. Naramai na ikarama ikoromo yorone ikarama ma ikoromo yorone kirema satarama ma ikireme inarama. So let's pray for the remaining two minutes, okay? Let's just pray in any more things of God. Narama yorone ikarama ina yorone ikoroma ikarama sokoromo. I cast down every activities of the enemy in our listeners' life, in my life, in my household. In every area of our life, in the name of Jesus, in the dream, we cast down every argument, we cast down every mountain, we cast down every hiding, we cast down every argument, we cast down every activities of the enemy in our dreams, in our life, we cast them down in the name of Jesus, God. We cancel every activities of the enemy in our lives, in our children, in our youth, in our household, in our families, in our relationships, in our workplace, in our schools, in our business. We cancel every hiding, every mountain, every rationalization in the name of Jesus. Every thought lie that is not from God, we cancel them. Every spirit that is not of God, Every demonic spirit that is hovering over every area we go, we cast the name of God in the name of Jesus. Speak to us today whether we have to go a certain place. Speak to us today whether we have to sit at home. Order our step, my Lord, my God. Occasion us to go wherever you want us to go at this particular time of God in the name of Jesus. We cancel every activities of the enemy in our life, in the way we walk, in every area of our life. We cancel of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We cancel every fleshly thing, every spirit of darkness in the name of Jesus. We take authority over every activities of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Narama, Yurone, Karamama, Yukoromo, Yurone, Karamama, Sukuromo, Inarama, Yurone, Karama, Yurone. 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.